Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Night Shadows. I'm Stuart Best. Where the paranormal is normal. Where that which you thought you knew, you didn't. And where the future can be known, if you know exactly where to look. Well, good evening, everyone. Thanks for tuning in and listening. And uh, we got Larry on his phone down there in the Southland. Hi, Larry. Hi, Stuart. <laughs> Um, uh, we had a person write in and wanted to know about the destroyer. And so I had rounded up a whole bunch of things maybe 45 minutes ago. I leave the computer, and now somebody's come in and erased it all. So obviously they don't want us to talk about the destroyer, but I'm going to talk about it anyway. These idiots who come in and do that sort of thing, really think they're going to change things. You aren't changing anything. You're fools, basically. You ought to read your Bible. You ought to read the book of Revelation. It's all been done. Everything is over. You're just living through it. And I guess you're too stupid to know that. And so you come in, you you think you're censoring, you think you're changing things, uh, you people in global deep state really do need to get into your Bibles because you're going to go to hell if you don't. Now, you can sit there and mock and roll around on the floor all you want. Not going to change it. And the reason I tell you this is because I already went down to the pit, already been there, already stood before the Lord Jesus Christ, who is very, very real. Went into the judgment with him, was found totally guilty. He stepped forward and saved me. And I know what I'm talking about. And I'm not lying to anybody. And when they talk about the straight gate and narrow way, I'm not lying to anybody either. It's all real. It's all true. And you're not changing anything by what you're doing, except making yourself more and more foolish. And as Larry has said many times, too, it is the rich men, the people who control these things, that are most deceived of all. And you are. You're the most deceived people of all. You're doing exactly what the Bible prophets said you would do, right to the exact letter. And are you so foolish you don't know that? Or, or have you just decided you want to go to hell anyway? And if you want to know what hell feels like, ask some people that have been taken down there. Ask them what it's like. And you can sit there and say, I don't believe in any of this. Well, I don't care what you believe. What a person believes has nothing to do with reality. 
You understand that? Are you smart enough to have figured that one out? Just because you believe something doesn't make it true. The Bible tells you the reality of humanity. It's not a pleasant reality. It's a very unpleasant reality. That's why Jesus Christ came here. That's why he is the only one anointed under the heavens to redeem and to save. And you can mock it all you want, but you're going to die in your sins if you do. Uh, It really is irritating, Larry, when these people come in to your computer. And I've had that happen of late now several times where somebody is coming in, and only the CIA would be smart enough to know what they're doing. And I'm going to blame the CIA. The CIA is the one that's going to kill all of the American people. Doesn't matter what they believe, doesn't matter what color they are. It's the CIA meddling in the affairs of other nations all around the world, clearly spelled out in the Bible as to who they are, And the people who work for the CIA are going to wish probably they'd never been born. It's just too bad to watch. It's too bad to watch the foolishness of what's going on. It's bad to watch Biden, and it's not Biden anyway. It's global deep state orchestrating the demise of humanity with World War III. Uh, Idiots. That's all they are, idiots. But they're going to kill just about everybody on the planet in their idiocy, including themselves. They think they're going to go to Mars on their Mars bases. They're going to go to moon on the moon bases. They're going to go underground in their deep underground cities, tunnels, and, and all of that. <clears throat> well, you may go under there thinking you're going to be safe, but you're going to get crushed to death. That's the last place you want to be. The only place left, if you want to save your eternal soul and spirit, is to get under the wings of the Lord Jesus Christ. And if you won't do that, you deserve the fate you're going to get. And uh, it's just irritating, Larry. Don't mean to rant about it, but when when you see this going on right under your noses, and you know that it really requires computer experts to do it. Uh, Yeah, well, it's kind of like that book that was written, The Story of Adam and Eve, that the CIA classified. They didn't want it out there because it contained some truth. Most of it is garbage in my mind for having read part of it. But, But this is how they operate. Censorship is in. They don't want you to know that the Bible is true. It's like the giants. There are giants being dug up. Guess what happens to them when they're dug up? Immediately, they're stolen and taken away. And uh, the people who have taken pictures of these, as soon as they're published, well, that was photoshopped by such and such university that probably got paid $10,000 to make that remark. They have to keep the Bible under their foot so that people will not believe how true it is. They don't want you to know how true it is, because if you really started believing what the scriptures said, and you started to believe the prophecies, you would then turn upon the government 
and probably destroy it. But because we don't, and because of apostasy, God is going to destroy it. And he's going to destroy America with Russia, most likely, and China, North Korea. And you can blame the CIA when you're crawling out of your your little hidey holes and you're get dying of radiation sickness. Blame the CIA, the NSA, and Biden, and Obama, and the rest of these people. That's who you want to blame. And you can also blame the Lord, because people in America had every right to rise up and do something about it, and they wouldn't. And so the Lord holds the American people just as guilty as the leaders. Anyway, to the destroyer. To answer this lady's question, what is it? Uh, well, Larry can tell us somewhat about it. He was taken out to see it. So uh, why don't we start with that, Larry, if you would refresh our minds about what happened and how you got to see it. Well, that was really strange because uh, this was really, and, you know, I shared with you right after that happened, and this was basically before uh Actually, there was a lot of data on the destroyer. As a matter of fact, uh, about the only thing we had at the time was some prophecies of it and uh, the fact that it, uh, you know, uh, historical basis in the Colburn Bible, if you will. That, that's what they, they termed that book, you know, of manuscripts. Yep. And, uh, you know, we had all that. We'd read that. You know, we'd, we'd tied in some scriptures and... Uh, I was praying about it, and the Lord suddenly in a dream just took me out of my body and took me out into space. And I remember this was, I went by all the planets. I went by the sun. Uh, I kept going. It was a long way off, way on the other side of the sun. And uh, I finally arrived at it, and, and it, 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 it was a strange-looking object, look, kind of like a flower, I would say, like a sunflower to some degree, but dark and uh and anyway I, that was the only name that i was given in the spirit was it was called the destroyer that was its name the destroyer which is odd because uh you know uh sometime after that you know they came out with like planet x planet nine nemesis uh i can't even imagine whole uh, whole <laughs> uh I, I mean there's a whole lot of names that's been given to this. This has a lot of data. There's a lot of data about it, but it's all basically, like you said, Stuart, it's, it's uh, tucked back and hidden in archives, and it's, it's uh, I guess you could say, almost like uh, airbrushed, really, yeah. from history, even on the Internet. Yeah. Yeah, it's too bad. <clears throat> it is a heavenly object. The uh, cook of the uh, the cook the book of the Colburn uh, said that uh, it wasn't a sun. It wasn't a star. It wasn't. They didn't know what it was. They said it was different than anything ever seen before, and they said it was God Himself. Now you get into the book of Isaiah and you talk about the. Uh, Lord's weapons of indignation, and I think the part of that is definitely the destroyer. 
But let's start here. Oh, Solon, Solon, you Greeks are but children. This is from Egypt, ancient document. There is an old, there is no old doctrine handed down among you by ancient traditions or any science, which is hoary with age. And I will tell you the reason for this. This is a uh, Egyptian sage that's telling Solon, uh, who had journeyed to Egypt and found out what was going on or tried to find out what was really going on. There have been and will be again many destructions of mankind out of many causes, the greatest having been brought about by earth fire and inundation. I want to get into this earth fire just a little bit. Um, now, I want to read from uh, a little bit here. The Colburn is a book of documents from the ancient world. For those of you who don't know what the book of the Colburn is, it's a collection of very ancient documents. And there's not very many uh, copies available. I have one. I uh, can't think of his name right now, but uh, who is that, Larry, that, in, that produced You can get a copy from Marshall. Marshall, Marshall Masters. Masters. Yep. Anyway, it confirms much of what the Bible says. And like the Book of Enoch, seems to expand and explain why things happen as they do. And uh, here's what it says when ages pass certain laws operate upon the stars in the heavens now this is interesting because jesus christ said the same thing he just worded it differently but it means identically that that as we go from one age to the next certain laws in the heavens cosmic laws <coughs> excuse me operate upon the stars in the heavens. Everything changes. There, the stars and the planets, ways change. There is movement and restlessness. They are no longer constant. And a great light appears redly in the skies. Now, we are already seeing changes, not only from the Milky Way center, but also right here in our local solar system. The planets are all changing. And uh, there's a reason why, and that's the approach, I believe, of the destroyer. Now in Luke 21, 25, 26, there shall be signs in the sun and in the moon and in the stars and upon the earth distress of nations with perplexity, the sea and the waves roaring, men's hearts failing them for fear and for looking after those things which are coming onto the earth. For the powers of heaven shall be shaken. Now, if you look it up, it simply means to be changed, just exactly like the book of the Colburn says. Uh, the very powers that regulate the heavens will be changed, shaken up, stirred up. The actual Greek word means to agitate, to rock, topple, destroy, or to disturb. <laughs> so there you go. You got some of it right there. 
Now, of course, our problem here with modern scientists and why they mock it all is called uniformitarianism. We've talked about that before, where they think that everything changes over thousands, millions of years, but it's very, very slow. The other branch that is beginning to become recognized but still censored heavily is catastrophism. We go through periods of quiescence, and then we have a catastrophe. We're coming up on the catastrophe right now. That's why they're doing what they're doing. They don't want you to know that. Uh, I don't know what these people, it's arrogance. I guess they think if they've got money and they've got power, they also have a ton of arrogance, and they think they're better than you are. They could care less about you uh, while they spend your money digging up these big underground places for them to go hide in. They leave you on the outside for the trouble. And they know this is coming. They've known it for a long time. That's why they built that seed vault in Norway. That's why they have uh, a good share of the government is quietly moving out to Denver. Uh, These huge cities they built in China. There's a reason why it's all on high ground. They know this is coming, and uh, it's very, very close at hand. Anyway, the Colburn speaks of the destroyer, like Larry was told it was. Then came the dawning. Man saw an awesome sight. There, riding on a black rolling cloud, came the destroyer newly released from the confines of the sky vaults. She raged about the heavens, for it was her day of judgment. The beast with her, now this has got to be a companion of some type, opens his mouth, belched forth fire and hot stones and vile smoke. It covered the whole sky above, and the meeting place of earth and heaven could no longer be seen. In the evening, the places of the stars were changed. They rolled across the sky to new stations, and then the floodwaters came. That's a pole shift, folks. When a pole shift takes place, the crust of the earth rotates around. It's a, they, some people think it's a crustal shift, and it may well be, but it could be a total shift of the entire planet. The book of Isaiah talks about the coming one, which they don't want you to know about. That's why they say the Bible's just a book of mythology. It's not a book of mythology at all. The Bible is written in such a way that it's either true or it's utterly false. There is no in-between. If you study it carefully, no in-between. Well, I'm going to accept this, but I won't accept that. Well, that's your prerogative, but that's a very foolish thing to do. Anyway, Luke 21:35. they said it comes and appears suddenly, basically out of the blue. There are signs that occur beforehand. So anyway, <clears throat> Luke 21:35. for as a snare shall it come upon all them that dwell on the face of the whole earth. In other words, whatever this snare is, it's uh, it's sudden. The doom shape, 
called the destroyer in Egypt was seen in all the lands thereabouts. Its color, it was bright and fiery in appearance, changing, unstable. It twisted about like a coil, like water bubbling into a pool from an underground supply. And all men agree it was the most fearsome sight. Isn't that interesting? It's like a coiled snake, or what we could call a great red dragon, which is what the uh, Chinese said. And here's another thing from it. That was the aspect of the doom shape called the destroyer. When it appeared in days long gone by in olden times, it is thus described in the old records, few of which remain. It is said that when it appears in the heavens above, earth splits open from the heat like a nut roasted before the fire. Then flames shoot up through the surface and leap about like fiery fiends upon black blood. The moistures inside the land is dried up. The pastures and cultivated places are consumed in flames, and all the trees become white ashes. Uh, It doesn't sound very pleasant, does it, Mary? (laughs) No, and and oddly enough, uh, there's been a recent uh, experience by Augusto Perez where he was shown this thing close to, not you know he he said he didn't know how far from Earth it was, but it was closer than the sun, and he said this thing was just red and and operating right in the heavens, and said that he as he watched, uh, there were solar flares or what appeared to be solar flares coming off the destroyer itself, not the sun, but the destroyer itself, and these solar flares were stri- CMEs were striking the Earth. And, of course, when he saw it, only one side of the planet was being hit and devastated. But uh, he said, he said it, was, it was awesome, just awesome to watch that occurring. Of course, he was watching a futuristic event, but it, we seem to have more details now than we did prior. Yeah. Yeah. Men forget the days of the destroyer. This is from the book of the Colbert. Only the wise know where it went, and that it will return. Again, verifying. Why are the governments of the world building all of these underground cities? Why are they doing Alternative 3? If you don't know what Alternative 3 is, the third alternative of the rich men was to go out and build bases on the moon and Mars. So they could survive, they thought. However, this thing, when it comes through, is not only a destroyer of the earth, basically, and few men left, as Isaiah 24 says, it also basically wrecks the entire solar system, a new heaven and a new earth, just like the Lord says. So they are not going to escape. They think they are. The Bible in the book of Revelation talks about how they, they go into the to the mountains, the, the caves and whatnot in the mountains, and in their nuclear bunkers they have all over. They think they're going to escape. They're not going to escape. Anybody that goes in there is going to be dead. <clears throat> there is no escape from God. 
There is nothing I can tell you more concrete. You are not going to escape the judgment of the Lord God. He is going to bring you into judgment. Every soul alive, every soul that's been here since Adam and Eve faces the judgment. 99% of the human race fails that judgment. Yeah, Larry, did you say something? No, it wasn't me. I heard something, but it wasn't me. Yeah, probably they're getting mad. Anyway, <laughs> when bl- <laughs> when blood, listen to this one, because the Native Americans talk about this. When blood drops upon the earth, red, the red skies, the destroyer will appear, and the mountains will open up and belch forth fire and ashes. What are we watching, people? Volcanic activity is increasing the world over. It's increasing. The ring of fire is waking up. Earthquakes are increasing. Uh, anyway, <clears throat> this is from the uh, from the book of the Colburn. We'll open up and belch forth fire and ashes. The trees will be destroyed. All living things engulfed. Water will be swallowed up by the land, and the seas will boil. Uh, yeah, that's kind of uh, not good. Anyway, uh, what do you think, Larry? I think we're coming up on this myself. We seem to be coming up on something, and, and I don't know if you saw the latest uh, report, but uh Planet X News put out some videos, and a couple of others put out videos that they retrieved from this recent rash, and I'll just use the term rash or eruption of solar flares from the sun that have just been ongoing and unbelievable. Uh, Most of them are M's, but some of them are mixed in there are X's. And, of course, we're getting no, no news, no mainstream news of any of this happening at all. However, in this latest series of eruptions, Stuart, and it was videoed, they got it from Soho, uh, Planet X News put it out as a really good article, and the final days, I think, put one out. And th- during these eruptions, uh, where there were some M's and one X, they clearly were able to see in the videos uh, or the filming of this event uh, at least a, one large object and at least two more objects, which means three were visible in these events. And at the same time, Stuart, while these are visible, uh, a what they called a plasma wave left the sun and struck Mercury, which is, of course, uh, one of the far-reach planets. And they said that this was unbelievable, that what the plasma wave that struck Mercury literally uh, caused a uh, a flaring and a uh, geomagnetic storm on that little small planet. And they said it actually erupted debris or, or part of the planet itself out into space away from the, the planet. And then at the same time, Stuart, they said, and this is from Space.com, they said, what's so ironic, it almost caused Neptune to become a comet. What do you think? Yeah, I don't think we have a clue as to what we're heading into. 
And, of course, there are those who know what we're heading into, and that's why they're going underground and leaving you on the surface. Uh, That's about as cowardly and evil as you could get. However, nobody is going to escape this, folks. You have but one name under the heavens by which you can be saved if you do what he says. And otherwise, you're never going to be saved. Humanity is a fallen creature. Humanity is considered the enemy. And they're going to be treated as the enemy. That's why Jesus Christ came in here. He came into the fallen matrix to bail humanity out. He told us exactly what we had to do to achieve that. And by the way, it's not a sinner's prayer or the three steps of salvation. That is the lie of Satan and Satan's minions. Uh, Satan's very clever, very smart. He knows exactly how the human mind thinks. And he has held the rich men of the earth totally captive. They are his uh, angels of light, like George Bush Sr. when he said, thousand points of light. It's all new age. It's all ascension. It's all baloney. It's all a lie. And it's going to be reinforced by the arrival. The uh, Noah is that Native American near-dwell, erstwhile, <laughs> antichrist lady, made it very, very clear that these beings were going to land and they were going to produce evidence that they were our creators and that the Bible was nothing but a pack of lies and had been totally misinterpreted anyway. Well, I guess you can believe whatever you want to believe, but we are heading into trouble, and I believe we're also headed into nuclear war. I just wanted to kind of answer that question from that lady, and and, uh, the destroyer actually has many aspects. Uh, Trump is a worshiper of Apollyon. Apollyon is the destroyer. Satan is a destroyer. Um, Ultimately, God is the destroyer. He's offered humanity. This kind of parallels, I don't know why this came to mind, but it kind of parallels, in a way, what Russia has offered to the uh, Nazis over there in Ukraine. He offered them clemency. He's offered, he's extended it, I think, hasn't he, Larry? Is it at least one time he's extended it, maybe more? Yeah, uh, uh, at least a day or so more. Uh, nobody really knows, but uh, it appears something's getting ready to happen in Marpol where they're hit out. Yeah, well, it's kind of the same thing. Uh, Jesus Christ is extending mercy to the people of humanity, all the people of humanity. Uh, It varies differently with different dispensations, so I don't want to get into all that. It's not really complicated, but it takes a while to explain it. So he's come here, like Putin has come to Mirapol and said, hey, I'll offer you life. You got to surrender. Well, Jesus Christ comes here and he offers us life and tells us how we obtain it. So anyway, I want to get back into uh, this Russian state 
this is kind of interesting. Here's the headline, Larry. Russian state TV hosts giggle uncontrollably as they discuss nuking New York with one of Putin's Satan II hypersonic ICBM missiles. Uh, now here's the TV host on state-owned Russia One channeled, channel rather laughed as they spoke about striking New York City with nuclear weapon. A presenter laughed as he spoke of how New York would be completely gone. It comes after Russia reported the first successful test launch of the Satan II. Now you've got to tie this back to what Putin said. I'm giving you, in the West, food for thought. We have no idea how powerful Satan II really is. We don't really know how many uh, war, um, I don't know what you call them, but the, they carry multiple, multiple warheads. Uh, they say that Satan II can take out the state of Texas or even more with one missile. Yeah, Larry. Yeah, it's it's they're called MIRVs, M-I-R-V. That's right. Yep. Yep. And so, what's interesting to me is is all the prophecies about New York City being nuked. Uh, do they know something we don't? Do they know their prophecies? I believe that Russia is the land of Magog and Gog, which is a title for the chief it's not there is no such name as gog as a person it's a title the king we could say of magog is really what this is saying and we're fooling with a guy who is very cool very calculated and very smart and he has said i will use nuclear weapons if i have to they want their war. The global deep state folks want the war. They want you to be crawling out of ruins in radioactive land. That's what Biden and Obama and the rest of these totally satanic jerks who run the country now want. That's what they want. They want you dead by any means possible. doesn't matter to them. We've got to depopulate the earth, Georgia Guidestones. It gets all the way back to that. It gets back to uh, COVID jab. It gets back to uh, mRNA vac uh, drugs that they're injecting into everybody. I want to get into that. What do you think, Larry? Uh, they would not be doing this unless you don't do that on state TV in Russia, unless that's already been passed by the censors. I think that means yeah, something. Yeah, and, and, and also what's interesting uh, is the fact of uh, a recent report from Hal Turner uh, had came out, and he had information, of course, on uh, on uh, state TV. Uh, there was a uh, report that, that came out, and, and I think Hal Turner put it out. Nobody else backed it up, of course. <laughs> but oddly enough, uh, this is kind of a quick title. <clears throat> says Bulletin, Harold Turner, Russia discussing NATO retaliatory nuclear strike. 
Russian Ministry of Emergencies, urgent public safety information, what to do if NATO makes retaliatory nuclear strike. And they mentioned in that little short article of the Russian Orthodox Easter was April the 24th. It, if or if not, that had anything to do with it. Now, when that came out, Hal Turner posted it thinking that was uh, maybe a clue that there would be a uh, Russian strike that NATO would retaliate. Now, that being said, let me dovetail this into it real quick, and I think I sent you a copy of it, but Mike Adams with Natural News, uh, he posted that the sinking of, of the Moskava, and we could do a whole show on that. There's a lot of data involved in that, which link in uh, that wonderful CIA you talked about and, and America, <laughs> uh, actually uh, using their uh, technology to show the, track the Moskava so the Ukraine missiles, Neptune missiles, could hit it. And so this was a setup, and Mike Adams says this was Russia's Pearl Harbor. They sunk, and when I say they, I'm not talking about Zelensky, you know, or the Ukrainian army. We know who's over there helping them. We know. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's not us. a, it's, you know, it's not even a, a real big clue. We know. And so with that being said, uh, they basically call, did a Pearl Harbor on the Moskava, the Russian Moskava missile guided ship. And it was a Pearl Harbor. And so with that being said, Mike Adams says they are going to retaliate. We don't know when, we don't know how, but they're going to retaliate. Now, one of the things they, a clue or a warning they gave was the Satan II hypersonic missile, which uh, goes around the world and basically can't be stopped. And they fired that. But after that, then this came up. Now, I have a friend that reads Russian, and my friend read the information on Hal's side, including the Russian information, and said this is a piece of an article from Pravda. Now, Pravda is a Russian news agency, yes. and this friend of mine scanned all the other Ru TASS and uh, RT, you know, Russia Today, and, and uh, a lot of other uh, publications and said, Pravda was the only one that put this out. Now, it raised up such a stink that Pravda finally came out and, and said, oh, no, no, said our website was temporarily hacked, and this was a hack job. This isn't real. So with that being said, Stuart, and you, you tie all that together because there is a threat. There is a threat. We know the Muscava happened. We know what was behind it now. The data's there. It's out in public. And we know that Putin will probably retaliate, and we also know that if Putin fires a nuclear weapon, then NATO probably will, and Putin knows they will too. Yes. Yeah, the, he's resting upon one thing, and that is I've got more nukes than you have. <laughs> but it's not going to matter because we got all those prophecies too of the latter days where it it all starts in Russia or Ukraine area. That's where it all starts. Balkans and stuff like that. It's all over in that area of the world. And uh, we got, there's more and more stuff going on along these lines. And uh, now I read an article where they said, nah, it wasn't ever hit by a, a missile. 
it never was sunk. Uh, it sunk, they claimed, and this is coming from Russia, Russia reveals sunken warship crew losses. During struggle for the ship's survivability, only one soldier died, and another 27 crew went missing, the Ministry of Defense said. And then they said it sunk during towing in rough seas. So their story was wholly different than what we're hearing. I have a tendency to believe they would have to say that because what an embarrassment to have your flagship sunk by a missile from Ukraine. Now, we don't know what the real truth is. The greatest uh, thing that goes in a war situation is the truth. And so we're left not really knowing what happens. Like this article that Larry just read, well, maybe that was just hacked. Probably not, but you really don't know. Um, Anyway, new headline from Israel. New bombing reported in Sirius Damascus on April 21, an explosion rocked the districts of Al-Rurud in the northwestern part of the Syrian capital, Damascus. Remember what the Bible says in Isaiah chapter 17? Damascus becomes a ruinous heap because of the children of Israel. We're watching that prophecy in Isaiah 17 unfold. It's been unfolding for a while, but there is a time when Israel just decides to uh, utterly and completely destroy Damascus. And it's done overnight, and Damascus is no more. I was watching an, uh, a movie put out by somebody, I can't remember who it was, but he was talking about... Um, the Damascus situation, and Assad's palace. His claim was that when you see Assad's palace destroyed, watch out, because then the whole thing explodes into war. What do you think, Larry? What's going on over there? They, they just keep hitting each other, little taps on the shoulder, so to speak. It's almost like neither one dares to really unleash the war. Going to have to happen sooner yeah, or well, later. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, that, that's very true, and and uh, I I actually sent a copy of that deal about the uh, the threat out of Russia to Dan Gordon and got a response back from him, and he's watching Israel very closely, being involved with Iran, and and it's very possible he seems to indicate that. Uh, Israel is finally going to have to take on Iran by themselves because they will get no help. Yeah. Yeah, Biden made that abundantly clear. And I think that's in prophecy that the Lord says, well, you ought not have just stood by and let Israel get pounded. And I think that's probably referring to Isaiah 17. And it's just one more reason why the Lord decides that America, the mighty Babylon, has to be brought down into dust. And, and, Go ahead. Yeah, I, I was going to say another thing that's really strange uh, that we're watching over there um, is the fact that, uh, and we don't know the, what happened, but we do know that uh, Putin seemed to have 
a pretty close relationship with Netanyahu. Uh, in other words, they could talk. I mean, they really could talk. Netanyahu went to Russia numerous times, and, of course, yeah. uh, uh, the Russian generals, and if you remember, the Russian generals and uh, and the, the uh, defense minister uh, from Russia made multiple trips to meet and visit secretly with Netanyahu. Now, that all stopped when Bennett took over, and they, they actually, they really brought down uh, Netanyahu the, similarly to how they did Trump. It was similar. It's a wor- new world order takedown is what it is. And it's like regime change, and they, they installed Bennett. No big deal. But what's happened since then, Stuart, is really a puzzle because here's the data that I'm getting, and you're not getting it on mainstream. You'll never hear it probably. But it appears that there was a secret agreement between Netanyahu and Putin, and Putin was given, or Russia, Putin, you know, Russia instead, was given property inside Jerusalem to be Russia's, Russia territory. And uh, and with that being said, now the Bennett administration, and there's apparently signed document to that effect between Netanyahu and Putin, but now that Putin has demanded it, and the demand was brought on Stuart because of Ukraine. Isn't that odd that Ukraine starts all of this? Because Israel Israel has uh, anywhere, I've heard from 40,000 to 400,000 Israelis, that, that they actually call uh, Ukraine, or have for years, Israel too. I didn't even know that, but I found it yeah. out researching. <laughs> and with that being said... Now, uh, Bennett, under Bennett, when, when you know when this Ukraine war started, uh, Israel began the same deal that they did with, uh, you know, the war between uh, the Armenians, you know, and uh, you know over there they supported the the bad guys, if you will, mm-hmm. and in this war they're supporting Ukraine against Russia. At, right out in the open, and I heard they're sending more armaments and stuff too over there. And now Putin has stood up and said, "Okay, you, you know, we got this war going. You're on the other side. I demand now my yes. my uh, location in Jerusalem." Now the timing's strange, Stuart. And not only is he demanded the location in Jerusalem that he was ceded by Netanyahu and Netanyahu's government, but uh, at the same time, Bennett says, no way. And so now Putin has decided, okay, one half of Jerusalem then belongs to the Palestinians. How do you like So do you see how this is building? Yeah. Yeah, it's building into a total disaster for planet Earth, just like the prophet said as we approach the last days, as the destroyer starts to come in. And I'm talking about the heavenly cosmic destroyer, not the human destroyers, of which we seem to have a lot of them over here in America. Uh, Shifting gears, uh, documents from Pfizer prove that the FDA, now listen to this, folks, prove the FDA new drug mRNA was dangerous, It destroyed the immune systems, but they rolled it out anyway. Here's what it says. It looks to me, now this is uh, uh, from an insider. This is not an overstatement from what I've seen. 
That was a clinical trial that by August 2021, Pfizer and the FDA knew was failed. The vaccines, drugs, were not safe and effective. Well, they were uh, very effective in what they were planned to do, which was to kill people. Very effective at that. But that's what they, uh, they didn't want you to know. They knew they weren't working. What the efficacy was waning and that they were seriously dangerous. They rolled it out anyway. The FDA, the documents show, knew that 100 microgram doses being administered during the trial suppressed the immune system, the white blood cells. Remember Dr. Tenpenny and all these? Now, most of these people are New Agers, by the way, but it doesn't really matter. They've been telling you the truth about what was contained in this stuff, and they warned everybody not to take it, and uh, everybody poo-pooed them. fact is, probably most people never even heard of Dr. Tenpenny or Carrie Mudfee or whatever her name is, or all these other scientists and doctors because they were censored. And... Uh, Google and Facebook and Twitter, YouTube and all of that, they are part and parcel of being serial killers. They knew. They did it anyway. Here's another one. Fossey, Dr. Doom Fossey, decrees that the CDC should be above the authority of the courts above the law. You can't take us to court. We're above you. We do what we want, basically. Now, why would they do that when they know it's already killed millions, maimed millions more? You have to ask the question, folks. Why are they still pushing this? Trump is still pushing it. He's very proud of it. He says they should have named it after him. You want to be named as a serial killer that's killed millions, maimed millions? Anyway, they need to have total authority above the law, or they cannot force compliance. They cannot enforce mandates. Now, the World Health Organization, which is a communist U.N. operation from start to finish, wants a global authority, global above all the laws to force mandates upon the entire world and the continuation of the mRNA jabs. Now, you've got to ask yourself, folks, why are they doing it? Why are they going after the babies all the way down to five, uh, six months? And I believe they'll go all the way down when the baby is born. And New Zealand, not, not New Zealand, but Australia, I hope to get to that one, is uh, now saying that if you go into the hospital and you have to be put to sleep for whatever operation you're in, that that's an opportunistic time to jab somebody. In other words, you go in for an operation and you're put under, they're going to give you the vaccine, and they're going to make it legal. This is how evil these people really are. I mean, they are the height of satanic evil. Um Now, Russia, getting back to Russia, this is interesting, Larry. Russia unveils plans 
for digital ruble domestic payment system. Now, that's sort of interesting in view of the fact that uh, Charles uh, Klaus Schwab Slob, wants to uh, introduce a worldwide digital money. And Biden issued an executive order that they could go in and, and examine it. Well, they've already got it. That's just a rubber stamp. This is the new payment system that's coming in. A, uh, it's called the mark of the beast when it arrives. Because when this thing arrives, this is when they're going to lower the boom. And you're either going to have to accept the mark system, or you're not going to have your digital money. You're not going to have your digital wallet. You're not going to be able to buy, and you're not going to be able to sell unless you have, guess what? a pass of some form, a mark, and it's going to be tied to your medical uh, thing that they're rolling out all the time, more and more what they call wearables. They're turning the people of the world, and particularly here in America, into hypochondriacs, where they're constantly concerned about their health. That's what a hypochondriac is. Every ache, every pain, got to run to the doctor. My big toe hurts. I got to have something done. All you got to do is drive by, like I do occasionally here. We go to uh, to Menominee, and you go by the hospital and the clinic. There are so many cars parked. They're all over the place. Why? Are people that sick? And if they are that ill, why are they that ill? People ought to really begin asking these kind of questions. Anyway, it says here that digital ruble is among the priority projects central bank governor told the lower house of parliament. We have fairly quickly created a prototype. Now we are holding tests with banks, and next year we will gradually have pilot transactions. Well, Folks, if they control the money through digital use, uh, they control you. They can say, well, we're only going to allow you to buy this product and that product. It's total control. I'll get into it on a later show, but that's very, very interesting. I wanted to talk here, Larry. I know you probably remember these older signs we had. Death of Terry Schiavo by court order, by the law, was murdered by government decree, and that was, took place in 2005. And I, uh, I was shown that Terry basically represented the United States of America and her comatose citizens. America was destroyed by the law. That's what the sign was, by governmental decree. It was a 17-year warning for us. Uh, Terry was mentally compromised, and now we have a totally mentally compromised Biden, who claims, anyway, to be running the country. 
Also, is God telling us that he believes America is wholly mentally compromised and has to be destroyed, as Terry was? Remember, the next eclipse over the United States is on April 8, 2024, forming an X over the United States, meaning blotted out, destroyed, taken. These things are not by accident, folks. It's a sign in the heavens. Four years later, for being the number of the world, along comes an unknown lady called Susan Boyle, who on a 4-11-2009 gave the swan song of humanity, I Dreamed a Dream. I Dreamed a Dream. And basically what the song says, I had all these dreams. But Satan comes along and destroys them all. Well, that's humanity's dream. We all have our little dreams we want to fulfill. We all have our hopes. We all have our plans, our agendas. And remember, that's the same date, that 411, that the two comets crossed over Satan's head in 1996, 1997, 25, 26 years ago. If you look up those numbers and strongs, they both mean the divine love of God. Pointing, of course, to the work of Christ to rescue humanity from a horrific fate. Then, in 2013, four years later after that, two eagles fell to the ground in Duluth, Minnesota, locked in mortal combat. And I knew when I saw that one that that was a symbolic of the Senate and the House unable to agree on anything and begins the fall of America. You'll find that in Isaiah where they can't get along. And so the business of government really is sidelined. Two years later, after that, in 2015, seven-year warnings. Remember the Pope and Obama shaking hands on 9-23-2015? And then we had the solar eclipse and many more things that happened in 2015, which were a seven-year warning. Then we had six years later, Jonah. Remember the guy that was swallowed by the whale in 2021? Kind of interesting. And then we also had the wedding ring eclipse, another sign of the return of Christ for his church. And here we are now, seven years later from 2015, and seven means divine completeness, in other words, done, complete, over and out. Are we going to see major trouble in the weeks and months ahead? Larry, you had looked up something about this Project Looking Glass. You want to... Did you find out a lot about that? <clears throat> well, I I found out I I did some extra research on that project looking glass that seemed to dovetail me into research on the object call, or the device called the Corona Visor. You want me to go into that? Yes, absolutely. Oh, okay. Uh oddly enough, <clears throat> Recently, uh, Marshall Masters put out a uh, a post, and his information was from from Forbidden Knowledge TV, 
and uh, they usually come up with interesting stuff. And, and basically, Marshall Masters said there's a time travel war, and he says the looking glass foretold of a special singularity in the year 2030 in which two potential timelines would converge and one outcome would result. And he, he talked about an event number one. Of course, that didn't happen, a New York, uh, New York City false flag bombing. But uh, he indicated the Guardians of the Looking Glass Project, which are a group of former intelligence officers and military officials, uh, released uh, classified material and on future events by using this uh, looking glass, uh, it, it's a project, it's, a, it's something they have. And what's odd is uh, Augusto Perez picked up on that and did a little short article to some people, and oh my, he got hammered because they said, well, that's simply not even scriptural. I mean, that, that couldn't even, that even, couldn't even be real. That's, you know, wanted to know if he's joking or what. And, and he was really deadly serious. However... After that happened, I told him, I said, well, you know, and as a matter of fact, oddly enough, I had sent a couple of things to Barry Rothman, and Barry Rothman uh, sent me a message to call him. He wanted to talk to me, so I made contact with him, personal contact, and we talked quite a while, and we talked about uh, the Project Looking Glass. We talked about the Coronavisor, uh, which if you remember, and I'll mention it here in just a minute, uh, he actually ran a tour code on that. It, it was a private Torah code just for me, and he found it. It's in the Torah, embedded in the Torah. But anyway, um, I went back into this uh, project or, or this uh, the information, and, and actually I found uh, more on it in Skywatch TV. I found uh, some more of it in two or three other locations, something called Ancient Code. And uh, I'll read what I found real quick. Uh, yeah, it says from the 1960s, and this is Skywatch TV's investigation, from the 1960s until the 1990s, Father Pellegrino Inredi claimed he helped create a time machine called a Coronavisor, and we've talked about that before on the show, mm -hmm. uh, which was used to observe the very crucifixion of even Jesus Christ. And in the in the data that I looked at, I did a lot of research, and in the original research book that came out of the uh, out of the Catholic Church from one of the uh, the uh, priests, he revealed that they, when they viewed the crucifixion through this coronavirus device, that they had actually taken still photos of the crucifixion. And I won't I won't go into those details, but it says uh, Father Enredi was a Benedictine monk, scientist, and exorcist. Many documents and secrets held by the Vatican's archives involving that. Said so the legend of the coronavisor used to see, and I like that word see because Stuart, that's exactly if you'll remember what Ed Elk, Red Elk said. He viewed things through. He saw things. He he was seeing, if you will. Yes. Yep. And and so anyway, uh, there was a 2002 book by priest father Francios Brune uh, that was proven true. That it proved truly that the device was developed and kept secret until the early 1960s, and that uh, it, it said the legend. Let's see here if I can find it. Um, 
says the legend of the coronavirus, a time machine hidden in the Vatican, uh, Father Enredi claimed he helped create a time viewer machine to view the past. And Enredi claimed he assisted physicists Enrico Fermi and Warner Von Braun, we know that name, and yeah. multiple other scientists, yeah, other scientists to build the coronavirus. And uh, then Barry Rothman, on April the 19th, 2021, he ran just for me personally. It didn't run a public, you know, and he didn't post it, but I've got it. He ran a uh, a quick Torah code on, a, and he found the Axis term coronavirus spelled exactly like they said it existed. It's in the Torah, bedded in the Torah, and the skip minus 399.20 is the word Vatican, which ties a something, a device called coronavirus. And, it, and it, matter of fact, chrono, C-H-R-O-N-O, means time, I believe, yes. like chronos. Yes. Yep. And with the Vatican, and anyway, uh, Barry had made a note to me when he ran this. He said, possible that a coronavirus exists. If in the military hands, it would probably be, a, be a, held at Fort Hachua rather than the Vatican. But really, seriously, who knows? So with that all being said, Stuart, and I'd like your opinion on it, uh, Barry is busy at the moment running, well, he's running two things. He's got involved again in this coronavirus and the uh, Project Looking Glass and time travel and all of this, and he's doing stuff on that. And he is feeling better, by the way. And okay. also, at the same time, he's doing some special studies and work into the many, uh, uh, I guess you could say, multiple locations, it seems, embedded in the Torah, talking about the Fourth Reich, uh, Russia, uh, the timing we're talking about now with the Ukraine war, uh, America, Israel, all of this stuff. He's really got a huge project going on right now. Well, that's kind of interesting because remember we uh, Stan Dale mentioned time travel, and uh, he didn't really want to talk about it much, but he he was he, I think he observed some of those experiments. Well, I can I can tell you about that, and he <laughs> yes, don't have to tell you about it. Yeah, I can tell you about that. He don't have to tell you about it. I used to have private conversations with him, and also I came to know that sometimes. Uh, when you talk about certain things and you really do know, uh, you can be sent a message to become quiet, if you will. <laughs> yeah, I know. You yeah. know, uh, 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 that's the same way, if you'll remember, with the uh, the ancient spaceport or underground facility that is in Saudi Arabia that he had actually uh, had uh, images of from satellites, and then they airbrushed them all. But I've got a picture of that. I've sent it to you before. Yes, I remember and, that. And, yep. now you, and now you can't really even talk about that. It's so secret. But with that being said, I'll, I'll say this, that I had a conversation with Stan Dale years ago, and he talked to me about he was there. He watched a time time. Uh, I, I bet the best way I could put it is it wasn't time travel, but it was time experiments like Chronos type experiments to where, and I even know what happened basically. Uh, individuals went into this device that was made up of all kind of coils and and well, I can't even explain it like he can, 
but it was a device almost like a, a saucer craft, if you will. And inside this thing, that men were only inside that just a few minutes, but a, after they were let out, after they were let out, I believe he said that it was in there 30 minutes, and he watched this, 30 minutes, they came out with days' growth of a beard on themselves. So there have been experiments of time. I can't say time travel because I don't know whether they were there in it all the time and didn't go anywhere or whether they went somewhere and came back real quick. But for 30 minutes of our time, they seem to have existed somewhere or somehow uh, a few days of life somewhere in that 30 minutes. So I don't know. What do you think? Well, we don't know anything about uh, how time works. Uh, these experiments seem to prove that I have always believed that the past is still there, and you can go back and visit it. You would never be allowed to change it because you would then have uh, the statements of the Lord Jesus Christ that not one jot, not one tittle shall ever pass from what the prophets or the law says. So they can't go back and change it, but they can observe it. And if you can observe it, through this, whatever you want to call it, reminds me of the movie Deja Vu. Remember <laughs> yeah. that? Oh, yeah, and, uh, yeah, that's a classic. And uh, people should watch that because it may be much more real than we know. Uh, he went into a, a thing much like what you just described. And uh, we do know, we have glitches where people have changed timelines and uh or disappeared into another dimension and there have been a lot of witnesses who have even watched something like that happen and uh, we we really do not know we don't even know what how the remember when jesus said some of you standing here are going to see the kingdom of god come well of course he's referring to their regeneration and their rebirth but i he also made comments about those that were crucifying him we're going to see his return. Now, how is that possible? The only way that's possible is if he sweeps through all of history from the beginning to the end in a way and in a method we have no knowledge of because we truly do not understand what time or space are and uh, or how it's, uh, how do I say, twisted around. There have been too many reports of people. Uh, my own mom and dad had an incident, and they knew the area very well. They lived there. They knew the area very, very well. And one night they were driving, and they came to a crossroads with signs and the name of some of the things they didn't understand. And down on a hill they could see this little town and the gas lights and all that. So they go down there, and my dad said, I got really spooked, and I got I got out of there as fast as I could. Well, they finally found their way home, and the next day they're talking to, uh, you know, brothers and sisters, and so they decided, I guess, to go look. Couldn't find it. The only place they found that was even similar had been at one time a little town that had been abandoned. Did they get into a time slip? Were they in a time zone? There are many, many 
areas that we don't know anything about. You probably remember the the uh, I think it was a DC-8 flying into Miami that disappeared off radar for eight whole minutes, then reappeared. And all of their clocks were eight minutes off when they landed. Then there's the story of the woman who uh, was flying. I think she was going to uh, one of the Bahama Islands. And she radioed in and said she could see the island. And the control tower said, well, yeah, we can see you. She says, I don't see any airport. All I see is trees. And they said, well, (laughs) if you look down, you're going to see us. We can see you. And she said, no, there's nothing here. And uh, nothing but trees. So where was she? She was in a time slip. Had evidently gone into the past. They never did find her. They never saw her. Anyway, I mean, that is so fascinating, that kind of thing, because we truly have no clue as to how this universe is really set up and how much the Lord, he has total control over it. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I I think you're exactly right. And I, I had a really, and I'm, you know, I, you know, sometimes I wear a tinfoil hat, I suppose, but uh, and and maybe I'm wearing it now. But I had a thought today. I was listening to Augusto talking about some stuff, and I kind of, I guess, uh, had a thought that wasn't going along with what he was saying. But you know, I had a thought how that, and this sounds graphic, but I've often wondered. You know, a lot of people, you know, ships have sunk, especially during World War II in the Pacific and stuff. And the sharks, you know, they come along and eat the people. And mm-hmm. then what happens to those people's bodies? Well, of course, they become shark dung. And then the dung, I suppose, floats to the bottom of the ocean. So when it comes time for resurrection, uh, it, it's difficult to figure out how sh- how shark dung can create a person. But with that being said, that's the clown side of me. But with that being said, Stuart, I was thinking, since God sees the entire timeline, since he has control of the uh, space-time continuum, in other words, all history, past, present, and future, is in view of him at the present time, and he has control over every every bit of it. And I was thinking, Stuart, how that somewhere in that timeline – we we even those that have died are still alive in that timeline somewhere all of us are still alive and if i die tomorrow i'll still be alive today in that timeline wouldn't it be interesting if the lord suddenly he he actually could go get people alive and take them up throughout the timeline it wouldn't I be hard at all for him to do that no i think that's exactly what he does do and uh, when you look at some of those remarks that he made, it's the only explanation there is. I mean, how could he say these people who crucified him basically are atoms now scattered all over, and yet they're going to see his return? Well, how's that possible? Because he's going all the way through, like you just said, Alpha and Omega, the beginning of the end. He said, I am the beginning. I am the end. So he is going to go sweeping through all of time-space, first group, 
of course, is the Christian church. They're the first to go. Then comes uh, the tribulation saints. Then comes, I think there's more, there's obviously more than one rapture. And you'll even find that in the book of Revelation where uh, one like the Son of Man comes out and the angel says, reap the earth. And he puts in his sickle and reaps the whole earth. The Son of Man is reaping or bringing about all the Christians or the church. There's probably argument or some left behind. I don't know because you can argue that until you're blue in the face. Lord knows. And... uh, all that sort of thing. So then another group, uh, two angels come out, and they talk about reaping the uh, earth for the grapes are now ripe for harvest. That's a whole nother harvesting. That's why you get into the barley harvest, the first fruits, and then you get into the uh, Feast of Trumpets and the wheat harvest and all of that. Well, we're all going to find out, but it, it is, it's so fascinating. And uh, the more we see signs, the more, here's another sign for the end times for you folks that don't believe we're in it. Palestinians clash with Israeli police at Jerusalem Holy Site, 31 injured. I guess this took place today. Hamas vows to escalate. This is turning into an intifada, number three, which they have said they wanted right along. So... It's just going to keep getting worse and worse and worse. Anyway, uh, another headline. They have pushed him, Vladimir Putin, as far as they are going to now. He will break them in 30 milliseconds. He has the power to do it, folks. And the Bible says that the America Babylon is rendered... uh, what she gave out in Japan when we took out Nagasaki and uh, Hiroshima, and that's that's not how you pronounce that, Hiroshima, and uh, with two nukes. Well, the Bible says what you gave to mighty Babylon, you're going to get back double upon double, which would mean probably if it's literal, eight of America's cities are going to be nuked with a weapon so powerful, very few people are ever going to survive it. You don't want to survive it. You're going to be very, very lucky. That is, if you're in Christ, uh, you're going to be very, very lucky if you just look up and see a flash, and that's the end of it. Uh, The ones who are outside of those areas are going to die from radiation poisoning. And you can blame it all, as we said it, as I said at the beginning. You can blame all this, according to the Bible, to those who rise up strife and contention all over the world. Well, guess who does that? It's the CIA that does that. Anyway, what else you got, Larry? Well, I, I had kind of an interesting experience today. Let's see. Yeah, we've got enough time for me to share. Just a few. it's short. But it's kind of odd, and and it's not something I normally do, but uh, it seems to dovetail in to – this is a Breitbart report. Matter of fact, information came out the last day or so uh, exposing Mitch McConnell and uh, and, uh, McCarthy 
really on actually trying to destroy Trump. But anyway, here's a new report. Just came out on Breitbart, April 22nd. Mitch McConnell cheered Democrats for launching Trump's impeachment trial and said, and, and I'll, I'll, I'll three-letter one of the words, <laughs> take care of the SOB for us. And he was talking about the rhinos. Get rid of Trump for the rhinos. And McConnell gratefully uh he was grateful for the Democratic attacks on Trump. So with that being said, I, was, I had a little strange experience. I, I stopped yesterday at a little store and was going in to get some tea from me and Darnett. And uh, when I went inside the store, it was really weird. I heard, I heard the word Sanballat, and I thought, now that's not a word I hear every day. That's not a word I remember ever hearing except reading it in the Bible. But... You know, Sanballat, I heard it two or three more times while I was in the store, and I knew that it wasn't anybody in the store saying it. And I came back out to the truck with the tea, and I gave it to Darnett, and I said, boy, I had the weirdest deal. I went in that store, and I said, I kept hearing the word Sanballat, the name. And I said, I know it's in the Bible. I said, uh, but, you know, I said, I'll have to do a little research. But anyway, I came home. And I took a couple of prayer walks, and on my prayer walks, I was asking the Lord, "What are you getting at? What are you What are you telling that name Sanballat to me for?" And that that was when, before I got back to the house, I actually saw a visual image, uh, or you know, it's like just a picture in my mind of Bitch McConnell. And so I came in and I grabbed my Bible. It's not a Bible dictionary. It's more like a Bible encyclopedia. But it went into told a lot of details about who Sanballat was. And this was, and oddly enough, we're in a time frame where Cyrus tried to do something, and he tried to bring an agenda. And if you'll remember back in the Book of Nehemiah, or the you know in Nehemiah's time, Cyrus was in uh, in. Uh, Babylon, and he had decided, he, he didn't know it was God's will, but God had a plan, and so Cyrus wanted to go do that plan, but trouble, trouble at home kept him uh, having to deal in uh, Persia, or rather mm-hmm. in uh, Babylon, and he couldn't go, so he sent somebody else in Nehemiah to go back and build the, you know, the, the, the walls of the temple, mm-hmm. or, or the mm-hmm. walls of, the, uh, of Jerusalem. To be, you know, and to, to make this a real quick story, um, oddly enough, if you remember, the opposition was two guys named Sanballat and Tobias, and that was I was mentioning this on a show with Augusto today, and I didn't even thought of Tobias, but uh, that's what uh, Augusto said came to his mind was the fact that McConnell and uh, McCarthy apparently are a, are a type of Sanballat and Tobias, and they, from from day one, have had chosen to destroy Trump. And that's why we are in America as we are, and that's why the American people are in the fix we're in, because the American people stood for it and never said a word. Yeah, they never said anything. And uh, now there's rumbles that Trump will be back, and it's possible for anything's possible to finish his work over there in Israel for the third temple. And a lot of the things he did are, you know, um, what Cyrus did, actually, for Israel. And uh, before we get too far, though, I wanted to, Russian Airlines 
have been told to prepare to fly without any GPS. Now, why would they be told that? Are they afraid of a nuclear strike, which, of course, would wipe out all GPS? Are they afraid that NATO is going to uh, exercise some GPS? uh, But I I can't imagine why they do that, because they need GPS for their own military operations, let alone Russia's. Kind of an interesting thing. And, Stuart, you don't need... You don't need a nuclear strike to take out GPS. GPS are satellites. All yes. you've got to do is take out the GPS satellites, and Russia has its own system. Russia will, and its military will still operate. America and Europe will be in the dark. Yeah, it's very curious. Um, here's another, another headline we need to talk about. Mysterious series of incidents at more than a dozen U.S. food processing plants reeks of gray terror while giving us another sign America's food supply is under an all-out attack. And I just read there was another one. Uh, I think this morning or yesterday, another one blew. They are really going after these things. What do you think? Yeah, Stuart, it seems like they're determined that the American people, not the elite, the the American poor, the American people that have just a little, that they're determined they are going to starve to death. Yeah, I think so. And that's why you can see it happening in the stores already. I think it's all uh, been planned out very well. China's doing it, and China's part of the U.N. and and all of that. So I think this is all a script. And the target, the USA, mighty Babylon. It's to all bring down. Babylon has to come down in order for the new world order to come up. It's that simple. You cannot have the new world order as long as America has a constitution, and which we don't have anymore, basically, by the way, and a Bill of Rights, which basically we don't have either. We've been turned into a police state. But as long as those two docu- uh, that document exists, uh, theoretically anyway, those have to be totally shredded, and uh, the American people have to know that they are now uh, subject to a king of some type. And I believe there's, uh, there's a whole lot of bad stuff coming down uh, here's another one. Water wars are on the rise globally. Uh, here's another one. Just We're running out of time. Barack Obama calls for more censorship. The First Amendment, he says, does not apply to Facebook and Twitter, and they have every right to do what they're doing. Uh, let's see. Uh, cancers taking off like wildfire. That's true. Dr. Ryan Cole explains how the jab disrupts the entire immune system, bringing out um, cancer. Australia, I think I mentioned this, says go ahead and inject the killer drug into anyone who's under under, uh, sedation and is not aware. 
here's another one. America is running out of military munitions and can't replace them for years due to the industrial decline and supply chain collapse. That sounds like we're being set up, Larry, and Ukraine is the setup. What do you think about that? Yeah, I think we've been being set up for years, and it's being done yeah. by America's leaders. What do people don't get? I don't know. But anyway, <laughs> you're a science guy. Uh, Barry Rothman recently ran a code April the 14th that's, I quote, Biden's bird turd. A bird pooped on Biden. Uh, do you, what kind of sign would you say that is? <laughs> I would say the Lord is telling the American people what he thinks of America at this point. That's <laughs> 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 just a guess. Might be wrong. Food production is going to be substantially lower than anticipated all over the globe in 2022. You might remember Joseph and the... Uh, Famine, and how he told his brothers when they rec- finally he introduced himself to them, they didn't recognize him, that he told them there was going to be two years of only a partial harvest and then five years of no harvest. And I would suspect that the five years of no harvest is because of the destroyer's approach, and uh, then we're in trouble. We're in a lot of trouble. Anyway, Larry, last word. What else you got? Yeah, we're in trouble, and it's going to get worse. So the only, only the only foundation there is to stand on now is Jesus Christ. Absolutely. That's it. And get under his wings, folks, because time is really starting to run short. Uh, all the signs are everywhere. The old signs, the new signs, everything is pointing that uh, we're, we're very, very close to bad, bad times. I'm not even talking about the, the taking of the, the church in a, in a rapture. I'm just talking about general conditions here on earth. We are going into food shortages, water shortages. This is not going to be fun. And, in fact, it's going to be very, very nasty. Uh, when I had Red Elk uh, interviewed him, he said those little children you see in Africa with their distended bellies, those are going to be your children, your children, all over America because of rank starvation, and nobody sees it coming. Anyway, Larry, um, thanks for coming on, and uh, hang on to your hat, folks. Things are changing so rapidly now. You can't even keep up with it. Harder and harder to vet as well. Anyway, good night. Take it easy. And uh, we'll see you again, the Lord willing. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? 
I kind of like the high-five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At ChumbaCasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.